You are listening to Free to Flourish Radio with me, Gemma Sands. This is the weekly resource for changemakers and action takers who are ready to consciously create a life they are wildly in love with. Welcome back to Free to Flourish Radio. This is the first episode of season three. Um, As normal, we took our summer break. This year it ended up being a little bit longer than I intended, but that's all good and perfect because this feels like the perfect time to get started again. It's that kind of back to school, new year kind of energy vibe about it. So perfect time to jump in. Also, Mixing up the format a little bit this year, so alongside the usual kind of riffs where I jump on and share all the things that I want to share, I am also interviewing some incredibly inspiring women, um, all of whom have followed their intuition in some way to find their own freedom and really flourish in their own lives. So I'm so excited to bring them to you, to introduce you to them, and for you to hear their stories. And I have my first guest on the show today. And that is the beautiful Lisi Carter from uh, Leaf Lane Studio. That's her stationary business. And she also blogs at from lucywithlove.co.uk. All of the links to find her online are in the show notes. Please do find her and give her some love. Um, I have been very privileged to witness Lucy's journey as she followed her intuition and made a leap to move to a whole different part of the country and really create her dream life for herself and for her husband. So I'm very excited to introduce you to her today. Um, As I mentioned, Lucy is a blogger and she's also the owner of Leaf Lane Studio, which is a beautiful, beautiful um, stationary design business. So she focuses on wedding stationery and also she's got some lifestyle products and other things in her shop as well. Um, I'm very privileged to have some of her art on my walls. She is incredibly talented. So do go and check her out, especially if you are thinking, um, if you're getting married and you are thinking about, you know, wedding stationery, um, and all of that kind of thing. She offers such a beautiful, bespoke, personalized service to all of her brides. So do go and check her out. Um, this was such a fun conversation to have, as it always is with Lucy. Um, we covered all sorts of things from following your intuition, um, body positivity and body image, um, mental health, uh, business, starting a business and growing a business. So we talked about a whole spectrum of things. And I cannot wait for you to um, sharing her story and hear some of the wisdom that she has to bring to the conversation. So that's enough of my rambling introduction. Let's dive into this episode. And as I said, please do go and find Lucy online if you are not already connected with her and show her some love. Welcome to Free to Flourish Radio, Lucy. I am so excited that you are here. Um, I know that there's going to be a lot of people listening who actually know a little bit about who you are and maybe follow you online, but there's also going to be a lot of people who haven't come across you yet. And I would love it if you could just start by sharing a little bit about what it is that you do and how you've got to where you are now. Yeah, thank you for having me on, Gemma. I really appreciate it. It's the first podcast I've done, so <laughs> ease me in gently. Um, sure, so for people who don't know me, obviously my name's Lucy. I It sounds strange to me still to say that I have a business now, but I do have one um, called Leaf Lane Studio, which in essence is a wedding stationery and paper products company. Um, I design um, products using watercolour and digital artwork, and yeah, that's been running for a year now. 
And alongside that, I also run my blog, which is called From Lucy With Love, um, which has a YouTube channel. So I do all of that and have been doing that in the place I wanted to live in forever, (laughs) in Cornwall, um, since 2017, which has always been the dream. So a very brief overlook of what I'm about and where I live. Um, Yeah, that's it, really. Amazing. And for anyone that wants to find you online, I'm going to put all of your links in the description that goes with this. Oh, so you brilliant. Can find thank you. So please go thank and say you, hello you. to Lucy. Please do. Um, but yeah, and you're in Cornwall, which um, yeah. it seems so funny because when we first started our journey together, you were um, a coaching client of mine. And one of the things that we really talked about was, you know, what your ideal day would look like and how... Yeah you would be in Cornwall and you would be focusing on your artwork and you'd be running your own business. And yeah. now, a couple of years it's happening. <laughs> yeah, there you are. Um, and I just kind of want to dig into sort of how that came about a little bit for you because yeah, I know sure. it's something that you kind of dreamed of for quite a long time. So long, so long. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really long. surreal because I remember saying to you fairly recently that I suddenly had a realisation that the ideal day exercise that you had me do, I think right at the very first session, I think, yeah. um, I, I suddenly realized that actually all of it was happening and it, it was a real kind of stop me in my tracks moment that it was happening because I remember being, you know, I loved the job that I was in before I was working in a school as an arts development officer. I really enjoyed it, but I was also, um, being quite heavily lent upon in in all the good intentions but just it was a very very busy job and I was doing several roles I just I'd always wanted to work for myself but I'd never known how to start and my whole vision for kind of my ideal life was to be living this kind of dreamy creative career in in Cornwall because you know that's where all the artists live right mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I've always been drawn to the place and just saw it all kind of coming together there you know, there's there are two massive things to, to tackle, aren't they? You know, starting a business and moving somewhere five hours from where you currently live. Um, and also, you know, I've got my husband as well. So trying to get all of that together to move and start a business is quite, quite scary. But, you know, when we started working together, the business side of it started to kind of seem more realistic and everything else just, it kind of fell into place, yeah. even though it was a bit of a journey. <laughs> But literally, but it did start to fall into place. Yeah. So you said there about kind of how it all kind of fell into place and happened really quickly. Can you explain a little bit about how the move came about? Because it really was kind of one of those, um, you know, big hints from the universe kind of, you know, you need to move to Cornwall sort of moments. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Joe, my husband and I have been talking about moving to Cornwall for several years. I mean, we've been together for quite a long time now, but it just had never been a possibility and suddenly you know I was in a position where as much as I enjoyed my job I was getting really stressed and realized that I was going to have to change my job and make some kind of change there because it was it was quite heavy going with the commute as well and all at once he got told he could work from home I was thinking about getting another job and we thought I saw a job advertised in Falmouth and I thought right you know I'm going to apply for that I got an interview and then in the summer of 2016, we traveled down for a day <laughs> whilst I had an interview and we, on the way there, we pulled over into a lay-by and booked a couple of viewings on some houses and went and looked at those for rent. And it, although it all went very, very well and the houses were great and the interview went well and all of that stuff, it just didn't feel right to me at that particular moment, which was really strange because you would have thought that I would have jumped on everything immediately. 
but something in my gut just said, this is not quite right. I didn't really know why, but I remember doing a YouTube video and saying, and I remember you messaging me and saying, oh, good on you for not just going with something there and then. Um, So we left it a little while and then we ended up just everything just fell into place in terms of um, the timing for his job and me leaving my work and finding this this property that we rent now, which is right by the sea in the place we wanted to be, which before the one that we turned down would have been a massive compromise. And so basically everything I wanted just all came about. So we, we just jumped. We just thought n- nothing is ever going to be spot on. The stars are never going to fully align, but it felt right for both of us in our guts. So we just we just went for it and we made a little plan where you know he sort of said to me I'm really fortunate you know he said to me you know we can give it a year of you trying to get this business off the ground um and I ended up doing a little bit of part-time work as well but we moved I got my little part-time job and I launched the business really really fortunate and so grateful to him but it all happened so fast um but it felt right and everything slotted together. You know, all my worries about getting the cat down here and, and finding a house and all of these things that we all worry about, which seem so silly when on reflection, don't they? But it all came about so well in the end. Yeah. Amazing. And how was that process for you? How did you feel, you know, really making that decision and kind of just deciding to go for it? Was it, did it come quite naturally and easy because everything was aligned or was there a lot of fear and, um sort of you know backwards and forwards about it the first time in the summer of 2016 there was quite a lot of fear because it didn't feel right but as soon as I I can't honestly put my finger on what was different but it just felt different and something for both of us we were just like we don't do this now we're not going to do it um and it was we realized having made lists of things we needed to get done it was actually scarier on paper than in reality and you can talk yourself out of doing anything, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> you really can. And we just thought, right, we're in this together. We're in the best position we're ever going to be in to make this move and to do the things we want to do. And honestly, in the end, we thought, worst case scenario, we have to move back. And yes, that's money, but it's we've got to take this leap and we really have to go for it. And we knew we'd regret it massively if we didn't. So we just we just went for it, which felt amazing. And once we'd we literally saw a place online that we wanted to rent, drove down a couple of days before Christmas at silly o'clock in the morning. We left home at like half past three in the morning. Um, the people that were supposed to see this house before us dropped out. I mean, you know, they would have gone for it because it's it's beautiful. We're really lucky to be where we are. It was at a good price, and we were like, "Yep, yeah, we'll go for it." And we we got out of the estate agents having signed for this rent and we were like, oh my God, we've done it. Now we have to do everything else. (laughs) But it all worked out brilliantly. Everything just slotted together. And honestly, it felt so natural. It didn't feel like we were kind of walking in sand with it at all. It felt really good. So yeah, yeah, it was just the right time, I think. I love it. I love it. And you're so right. I think, um, you know, you said about when you put things down on paper sometimes actually that makes it seem scarier than it really is Mm. and I think for a lot of us you know we're so closed off to actually tuning into our intuition and we're all very much in our head about all the reasons why we shouldn't do something or we couldn't do something um that we're very closed off to actually you know where we're being led to and where we're being guided to yeah so I just love the fact that both of you you and you know Joe your husband both jumped into this and kind of um realized that you know this was an opportunity that you had to take because everything was kind of lining up for you 
Definitely. And I think we also just thought to ourselves, well, the things we were worrying about, obviously, unfortunately, it does all come down to money, doesn't it? We're worrying about, you know, him saying, oh, you could, you can take a little bit of time just to find your feet with your business, um, you know, and I'll support us, which is lovely. And also, you know, the distance of moving. But we thought, you know, wherever we move, we're going to have to move and do all of those things that are on our list to moving, regardless whether it's Cornwall or anywhere. Um, and also, something could happen with one of our jobs at any point, regardless of where we are. Yeah. And once that realization kicked in, I think you just think, well, why wait? It's we've still got to do the same things. It's just less scary when you might be moving 20 minutes around the road, around the corner, rather than five hours away. But it's still predominantly the same process. Definitely, definitely. I love that. And how do you? sort of what's your process for making sure that you are tuning into your intuition because I know that that's quite important for you not you know not just in this circumstance but just generally in yeah. the day-to-day what kind of things do you do or how do you make sure you're kind of leaving some space to do that I think that's really developed a lot over the last few years because I remember when we first started talking it was always something I kind of did but i pushed it to the back I didn't really pay much attention to it and now it's something that comes quite naturally so how I got from A to to, to Z in those two places is basically started doing things like um, silly little things initially like uh, tiny little bits of journaling to start with but you know and trying to really ask myself the whys all the time so why do I feel how I feel um, and that process of keeping asking why until you kind of dig into something yeah but also these days I do I don't do it every day because I don't have time always but I do try and do a little bit of meditation every day even if it's only a few minutes and I just try and listen it's hard to explain isn't it because it's your own personal process but I, I kind of tend to do my 10 minutes of meditation and then I journal and I just try not to push things to the back of my mind anymore when something makes me a little bit irritated or feel uncomfortable I, and I've got this from working with you is just try to lean into it and think, okay, why is that making me feel like yeah. that? Um, and actually that's a lot easier than pushing it to the back of your mind and worrying about it for days or weeks or months or years. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of get your flow, don't you, with how your body reacts to things. And then the intuition is a lot more of a natural process. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it does to me. No, it does. It makes perfect sense, absolutely, because, no, you're so right. You know, when we um, try to avoid what's going on for us and avoid what we're feeling, it doesn't go away. It just stays there and it builds and it gets bigger and we become very closed off to things. Yeah. Um, But when we lean into that and and we shine a light on it and we go, okay, Mm -hmm. you know what, I accept that this is where I'm at and this is what's happening for me. Yeah why is that? What's, what's the root of this? What's really going on below the surface? And as soon as you start to do that, then you can let go of it so much more easily. And you know, it's so much better, isn't it? Yeah. hundred percent. And I talk a lot about being in alignment and really that's what it is. You know, when we're in alignment, we're standing very solidly in where we are and what's going on for us. And we're just taking ownership of that, whether it's how we want it to look or not, that's irrelevant really. Um, and I think that's one of the things I've really, you know, I've been privileged to witness this journey that you've been on so far. Um, I think that's one of the things I've really, you know, seen in you is this, um, just this willingness to actually just go there with the stuff that comes up now. Um, yeah, that's, that's been a massive change for sure. Yeah. And I think you kind of trust that actually it's all going to work out all right. So you'll mm. just sort of, you know, sit there with it and, and go there and, and work out what you need to, definitely. 
Well, that's it. The more you force something, you know, it's just not, it's not right. It's like that job interview I went for before we moved here the first time. And it's just, I could have forced that and I could have gone for it and we could have moved, but it just would have been like trying to run uphill in sand, you know, it just would have been ridiculous. Whereas now I do give myself a lot more space and a lot more time, even if it means, you know, within the business taking time and just letting things develop and unravel. And I know eventually it will get there wherever there is but eventually something pops into my head that's the aha moment whether that's in an hour or a month (laughs) yeah definitely definitely and I would be I know there'll be a lot of people listening to this who perhaps have their own dreams about starting their own business um Mm -hmm. or you know diving into a project that they've always been kind of having in the back of their mind um and I know I get really curious when I'm sort of in that situation and I'm listening to something um where someone who does what I want to do is talking. I would love if you could share a little bit about what kind of your typical sort of day looks like in your business now. I know obviously it's a business, so every day is a bit different. Um, but typically, what, what is the day that you have created for yourself? Oh, do you know what? In essence, it starts the same, but it is, and I mean, you'll know this more than anybody, but it's literally the 1st of September this year. So just a short while ago was my one year anniversary. (laughs) Um, And so honestly, it has, uh, there's so much to learn, isn't there? And every day is a little bit different just because of what I do. So every single morning starts the same. I get up at half past five in the morning and by six to half past six, I'm at the gym every single day (laughs) of the week, not like seven days a week, Monday to Friday, because I just need to get that out of my system. Otherwise I just won't go out the house again after that. Um, But to be able to, this is part of my, my perfect day when we spoke the first time was to be able to drive to a gym or walk to a gym and go past the sea and, it's just whether it's raining or sunny it's just beautiful here and it just puts me into a really good headspace and I get my workout done and then I come home and I give myself I generally won't start working until about 10 o'clock um I give myself loads of time to um sit and eat my breakfast mindfully it's another big thing I'm working on at the moment the whole food mindfulness thing um there's always something going on (laughs) and uh, I sit and do that and I kind of write some notes I have a bullet journal so I sit and do that and I shower and stuff but then I give myself as long as I need really to either just kind of meditate and journal or just sit and have a little scribble in my bullet journal of things that the days where your mind's just going crazy with ideas I'll just get it all out so it is a form of journaling in one form or another and then I'll start my work. So right now I'm doing a lot of kind of hand lettering for a couple of brides. So it's very hands-on. Other days I'm kind of coming up with content ideas yeah. for the blog or the business. Um, and then some days I just have a complete brain blank. Nothing much happens. <laughs> and I try and just throw some watercolor around and just get myself together because, you know, any creative will know it's really difficult to make yourself do something yeah. creative. Um, but honestly, every day is different, uh, except for the morning routine, which is always the same because I don't feel right unless I start the day that way. Yeah. But I've got a lot better over the last 12 months at being, um, I'm not too restrictive in myself. You know, I give myself that kind of ebb and flow throughout the day, but I, I've got better at making myself work that little bit harder now because I think it's quite overwhelming when you're on your own, as you, as you know, when you've got yeah. your social media to do, your content to do. And things I've I wrote a blog post this week about things have slipped a little bit because I've been so busy it's suddenly gone crazy which is great but I suddenly thought oh my goodness I haven't done an Instagram post or I haven't done this and that and I'm trying to just chill out about that because I know eventually I'll find my path 
Yeah, because I found it up to now and now the business is starting to lift a little bit and I'm needing to find another path. (laughs) So, you know, the the question that you just asked about the daily routine, I'm sure that would be completely different and probably a lot more organized in another six months. Definitely. And that, to me, that's really, you know, part and parcel of being a business owner or an entrepreneur or, you know, a creative freelancer. It is all part of finding that particular path. And also... Mm. Um, letting yourself and giving yourself permission to change and tweak things and, you know, go with the flow of stuff because it is massively different to having, you know, a nine to five job where you go in and you have a very set guideline of what your expectations are when you show up at your desk, right? Generally someone else is in control of what you're doing. So you're leaning very much on someone else, whereas you've got to be completely self-motivated, which I totally am. And I'm I'm a hard worker, but you suddenly think, oh, if I don't do this thing, it's just not going to happen actually. (laughs) (laughs) There's no fairies around, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it really I mean even though that's an obvious point to make it's so true isn't it you think oh actually I haven't actually been on social media this week and no one's done it for me <laughs> yeah no it's so true and sometimes it is really about finding that line between okay actually do you know what I have let this slip and it's really important and it is something that's mm. important to my business and where I'm headed yeah. versus just going do you know what doesn't really matter maybe I'll just take that off my list because there are totally those things as well I think when we start our business um or we're working really hard in our business where we make a massive list of all the things that we could do oh yeah the reality (laughs) is you can't bring all of those things to life because it's just one person or sometimes if you're you know you've created a business where perhaps you have an assistant or you have someone that helps with your social media or you've outsourced something you know that's Mm. that's one way of doing it but often um and certainly in the beginning of the journey we're often not in the position where we can do that or sometimes we don't want to actually um and it's about (laughs) power power hungry over here yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's about finding that that balance between you know what really has to be done and what actually isn't going to matter that much Definitely. And what, what helps me so much, obviously, I've, I don't know how long, I don't even remember what year our first session was. I was thinking back to that and I can't remember. You can't remember. You haven't been able to get rid of me for a long time. <laughs> it's like a prison sentence. Um, but having you just, you know, obviously our sessions together were amazing. And, um, but also just finding your tribe online as well and being able to bounce ideas off people that, you know, bless their souls you haven't actually met them I haven't met you either have I No, (laughs) but it's great because you know it's funny these days you just make these friends don't you and you forget that you don't actually you're not living near each other but you find your tribe and I know that anytime I get a little bit stuck with something I've got somebody I can bounce ideas off or the days where I'm feeling like I'm just I'm just not managing very well and there's always someone to go actually do you know what you are you just relax it's just an Instagram post or whatever and it's so nice to have people there to remind you that you're doing all right and you know you can't possibly do everything all at once all in a day it's just not going to happen or if it is it's going to be very watered down and probably not the sort of thing you want to be doing anyway yeah definitely definitely and that's a really interesting point actually and I wonder if you have anything to share with everyone who's listening about how you kind of have gone about finding your tribe um because I know (laughs) you everything kind of started with blogging um mm. in the same way it did for me and I think actually that's how we initially met yeah I think it is life. I think it was through our blogs yeah. and through yeah. that blogging community and everything shifted a little bit with that now I don't think it's quite in the same place it was um all those years ago mm. so I'm kind of curious as to you know how how sort of finding your tribe has come about for you oh it's been just such a massive massive thing and I definitely 
I've definitely changed as a person in the last two or three years massively. And what happened for me is I just shifted into, um, to put it bluntly, I don't really care what people think. I don't mean that in a horrible way, but I don't care about the whole, because I've always been quite spiritual and I've never really spoken about it because, you know, I didn't know what people would think. Yeah. And and I'm 37 now. and I got to a point where I thought, if people don't take me the way I am, then that's never going to happen. So this is who I am. (laughs) So when I go online now, you know, I I am who I am. And I think I remember you saying in an early session together, all of those years ago, um, (laughs) you attract or repel your your tribe quite quickly once you find the right niche. Because I remember you getting me to do my ideal client and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and it's so true, isn't it? As soon as you start to put the real you online, um, exactly how you are. And I, since I've been doing that, I've really kind of found people that I chat to online. It feels really genuine. And I've unfollowed people that it's nothing personal. They're not bad people. No, it's just no. things that don't really align with me anymore. Yeah. And I've kind of, you know, I know we're going to talk about a couple other things later, but the whole fitness thing, we used to work yeah. in fitness, but I don't want to be following loads and loads and loads and loads of fitness accounts anymore. So I get rid of those. I just follow things and then people that kind of make me feel really good within my soul and within my heart. And that's sort of how it, and then it naturally evolves to being friendships, doesn't it? Yeah. And um, there's some lovely, lovely people online that we just share the same interests. And I think you find that once you start really leading into who you are and not trying to do what everyone else is doing and yeah. I think that on my blog I was to start with I was trying to do the whole right at the very beginning everyone was blogging about beauty stuff and I love makeup and I love beauty stuff but it didn't feel right for me and it's now I just talk about whatever I want to talk about yeah. whether people want to hear it or not <laughs> <laughs> and since then my little community is has just got so much kind of more wholesome and it's lovely no but, I love that yeah, I love that so it's much it's just because... about being truthful isn't it yeah, 100%. And I think so many people are actually held back from stepping into what they really want because of that fear of what people will think and that mm. um, that desire to really appeal to everybody when, you know, in real life, whether it's online or it's it's face-to-face with people, it's very rare that you get on really well with every single person that you encounter in your life. You know, I know um, when I was in my corporate career there were people of course there was nothing wrong with anybody (laughs) it was just that we didn't have those same interests or we didn't have the same kind of personality or you know things Mm. just didn't click in that sort of way and what we have an amazing opportunity to do with social media is actually attract in the people who do and the people who are our tribe but that comes with fully accepting who we are and being willing to let that let that shine and be seen yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's kind of gone from one extreme to the other now online, hasn't it? Where everybody kind of wanted to be the same as everyone else for fear of yeah. being a bit different. But now it's just every, everyone for themselves, you know, and who you are is who you are. And I think that's really coming through now online. And yeah. people are, are kind of, we're always going to get the accounts that are all the the perfect life. You know, yeah. this is my perfect moment. Um, but that's just not how it is. And I think that the real life accounts are the ones that are doing really well and they're the ones that are going to find their little tribe of people a lot faster. Definitely. And I think that comes down to it being like engagement versus numbers as well. Because Absolutely. Yeah. I found 
and I've certainly been guilty of that trying to make everything look perfect all the time particularly on Instagram um but I found that you know when I made that shift to actually just sharing real stuff and you know that might just be a picture of like how cute my dog looks today um (laughs) they do look cute though yeah yeah. um but you know when I share that sort of stuff I get so much Mm. more engagement with people and I connect and we have a chat and there's messages versus just someone hitting the you know double tapping the little heart yeah like but never saying anything or letting me know who they are or what their opinion is so I think you know that um that shift as well from sort of number of views or number of likes or number Mm. of followers to actually engagement um is making a big difference as well and it really helps business too because for me when I finally launched Leafane Studio even though I, I launched a wedding stationery and not the other bits and bobs that I'm starting to build up. I had such a lot of lovely support, even though the guys that I chat to weren't really, they're not getting married, but they were so supportive and sort of shared my story. And, and it's so lovely. And you think that's proper, that's really meaningful engagement because they're willing to do that and they care about what you're doing. And, and I'd rather have the small, I've got a fairly small amount of followers in, in the scheme of it um, on my blog, Instagram, especially. And I just, but I love, I love them all because we chat all the time, you know, and it's lovely and we help each other and share each other's things and give each other advice. And it's great. Definitely. Definitely. And I think a prime example of that with your situation was actually on the day when you went to launch your business and had a lot of internet (laughs) website issues and you actually had people offering to like log in and do it for you where they were. And, you know, it's just that, again, it's that incredible sense of community that you've managed. I was really overwhelmed by that. I mean, I couldn't, but I know we had a little joke. Oh yeah, that'll be the day my internet dies. And it did. <laughs> and I literally, because I know you. I mean, you offered, bless you, you offered. My mum, who I, I don't know how I would have talked her through Squarespace and trying to get the, the website up and running. But I had so many people just say, "Just I'll give you my phone number, and if you get stuck, I just think these people don't know me. I could be anybody." Yeah. <laughs> um, run for your lives. Um, but yeah, it was just so sweet, and it really—I was really overwhelmed by it. I was super stressed out, but I was really overwhelmed. I thought, "Wow, I've got about five or six people here that are just giving me their numbers, and they don't even, you know." Yeah it's great (laughs) yeah no absolutely and that you know that just comes from this sense of community that you've been able to create which I think is awesome definitely it's lovely good good okay I want to shift direction a little bit and you kind of touched on fitness and how important um you know sort of that has been and is to your life Mm -hmm. and I know that kind of body positivity has played a big part in um sort of your story so far and also what you're working on now yeah um And I know it's just such an awesome project that you're working on now. And I would love everyone to hear a little bit about that, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, sure. I mean, just a really quick background on it is that my I worked for 13 years in the fitness industry and I was personal training and teaching classes and stuff. Um, But before that, I was very very overweight um and not in a healthy way and people can be whatever size they want but I was not healthy uh or happy actually Mm. um and you know worked in fitness and got myself together and was really much more confident and but over the years in that industry it can be quite destructive to someone's mental health and it certainly it certainly was for me in that you know I've now got to the grand old age of 37 and I'm still having body issues And this whole journey in business and kind of letting myself and my personality just be what it is without judgment, I suddenly thought to myself, you know what, I'm absolutely sick of restricting and then kind of being a bit bingy and then dieting and doing this and that and the other. And I thought, right, I'm going to start. And I start, start a new leaf, overturn new leaf, and I'm going to write on my blog about my body story, um, 
and there's still more to come on that I wrote a body story but I've got another one I'm going to put up soon as well um different chapter but yeah I basically put on my blog my body story all the way through um some struggles and how I feel about my body now and just how I mean it's a big thing at the moment um with the whole eye way thing isn't it um yeah. is that, what, is that yeah. what it's called on like yeah eye way so. my brain escapes me um so, but I was really lucky because I got two other bloggers to collaborate with me and it was just going to be that. It was going to be the three of us popping our body stories up, you know, and just talking about how we feel in our bodies now versus how we used to feel when we were younger. Um, things that have changed, what we do now to stay more positive in our bodies and accept our bodies. Um, and I was really happy with the posts. I had um, Peter do one um, and, uh, and another, uh, another lovely blogger as well. Um, and we had some really good responses um, to those stories. So then I thought to myself, well, this is really important and I want to turn it into an ebook, and I want to invite other people, doesn't have to be bloggers, anybody, just to write their body story, regardless of what that is for them, male or female, any age, um, any experiences, and just tell me, you know, the history of their body and how they feel now. And I'd like to get the ebook into schools as a free resource um, and just a free resource to anybody who wants to, who wants to have it, yeah. you know. Um, so that's my mission at the moment. I'm trying to pull people uh, towards the project and to yeah. share their story. And it can be anonymous if they want to, or they can share, you know, more personal details if they want to. You know, I'm, I'm more than happy to share websites and things like that. But I've had a couple of people anonymously want to share a story, and that's absolutely fine. So I'm on this bit of a mission <laughs> at the moment with that, and I come at it from you know a personal place as well, having worked in the fitness industry and had the mental health battles around my body, but. I just think we're in such a position now in society where we need to be kind of just looking at this whole um, self-love thing in a completely yeah. different way, you know? Definitely. And I, I think it is such a valuable project. And, you know, I have two stepchildren who are teenagers now, which is just insane. Um, <laughs> you know, and one is um, a girl, 15, and one is a boy who is 13. And each of them now, when I see, you know, what they're consuming online and, mm. Scary. how that can affect them sometimes they have very different challenges around it but yeah um you know I think it's very different to say when you or I were growing up when I'm not saying that these things weren't around but we didn't have so much access to everything that they can consume now on the internet Absolutely. and Instagram and, yeah um you know the examples that are kind of being set for them online and mm. I think it's so important to just make sure that um there are stories out there where people are sharing their journey and very honestly and you know allowing um that side of things to be told as well to kind of counteract some of the stuff that we do see on Instagram or mm. YouTube or you know wherever you yeah. come across it online um so yeah I just think it's the most amazing project I would ask anybody listening to this yeah. who you know felt like that resonated with them to look at the details alongside this podcast and get in touch with you and, you know, share their story. Um, so that, yeah, absolutely. This yeah, can that out there. And also to share the project, follow along with the project and share that, you know, when the ebook is live, share it around with people who, um, might need to see this might need to read this and have access to it definitely no oh, that'd be brilliant I have a tab on my blog and I, I know you said you link my blog um in the notes and stuff that'd be awesome but I've got a tab on the blog which is called body stories and you can catch up on the the other bloggers that have contributed there um and that's the last I'm not going to share anything else on the blog in terms of stories it's all now yeah. just going to go into the ebook but every, all the contact information is there for people 
Perfect. Perfect. So yes, people who are listening to this, if that resonates, please, please, please go and yeah, please do it. support that project. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, amazing. Brilliant. So it's been so, so good to have you on here talking about your story and sharing your story. Um, I feel just incredibly grateful to have witnessed your journey. And I love the fact that, you know, we started out knowing each other through our blogs, you became a coaching client and we're now really good friends and we are yet to meet, but we will make that happen. You're never getting rid of me, Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. But honestly, I honestly, I know I say this to you privately as well, but you know, I honestly have you to thank for so much because I think that the, the me that's inside, I oh, it sounds really cheesy, brace yourself. Mm-hmm. The me that's inside of me now is always there, but it just needed to come out without the, you know, the fear just needed to be shared a little bit then. And, and it, the fear was just so kind of, at the forefront of everything and then when we started working together it really just helped me to kind of shed those layers away a bit and be able to kind of really dig deep into myself and without that none of this would have happened and I know you always go oh yeah but we wouldn't be living in Cornwall and I wouldn't have my business now you know how long I was researching this business for (laughs) I'm a master of research um but honestly I have you to thank for that and I I know I always say that but it's true Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> blushing at the other end <laughs> no. Um, no, amazing honestly love you so much um, so I want to ask one final thing before we end the conversation because I know that like I said earlier there's a lot of people listening to this who are probably in those very early stages where you were mm. back in your journey a few years ago and you know they have maybe a dream or a vision for themselves or perhaps they haven't even clarified that yet but they know that where they are right now there's something Mm -hmm. more something bigger you know out there for them yeah I would love to know what one single piece of advice you would offer to them to get started on you know creating their vision for themselves and following their intuition I love how you just narrow it down to one single piece of (laughs) advice no pressure (laughs) I mean it's easy for me in hindsight because I can look back and say you've just got to make a step forward towards what you want to do I think I read some quote the other day the gist of it was something like you know it's all you've got to do is go for it and take one step forward otherwise you'll always be sort of teetering on the edge not quite you'll always find a reason not to yeah. And until I spoke to you, there was always a reason why I shouldn't be moving forward with it. Oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I'm too tired. Oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Make one step forward. If you can get a coach and have some help, great. But if you can't, then just write down your perfect day. What does it consist of? Look at it and then start to break that down into kind of subcategories and work towards one of them. Um, you know, there's only a certain amount of research you need to do. Learn from me. I research forever. And honestly, the best bit of learning I'm ever doing is actually doing it. Um, So just do it and make a step forward and launch the thing and learn on the way (laughs) because it's the best piece of advice. I remember you saying to me, once you've launched, you can polish everything up. And I was like, yeah, it's got to be perfect. Honestly, do it. (laughs) Gemma was right. (laughs) I hang my head in shame just make a step forward and do it honestly and just learn along the way what's the worst that can happen definitely no I love that it's as easy as that really honestly (laughs) (laughs) but it's true though isn't it you just need to make that positive step forward don't regret it because you will otherwise no 100% and I think it doesn't matter how big or small that first step is um you know you've just got to take a tiny little tiptoe towards what you want um and that's all it's about it's just one step after the other moving in the direction um you don't need to know 
where the whole path goes you just need yeah. to know where that next step is yeah and just work on one little thing to start with absolutely yeah. so if you're a business like I've launched you know just work on one suite of wedding stationery and don't think about I've got to have five to launch just do yeah. one thing get it out there and then add to it honestly it's the best thing I can say amazing amazing good stuff and what's next for Leaf Lane Studio oh <laughs> what's next I honestly I have a massive list of things you know I'm all about the lists Gemma. Yeah. just as well I love stationery isn't it <laughs> um what I'm trying to do at the moment because now I've just released a new wedding stationery um collection called Fern but I've got four collections out now so I'm trying to build up the other side of it the paper products so I've got some kind of notebooks and lists <laughs> yep. list pads and all things that I'm trying to bring out um just confirming a few different things um so I'm just trying to kind of build up that side of things now and then on the wedding side of it it will be another collection and wedding fairs next year amazing good stuff no and definitely anyone listening go and check out Lucy's work um I'm so lucky to have a few pieces of her artwork hanging on my walls and it just makes me so happy um she's very very talented so do go and check out all the links (laughs) um and amazing thank you so much for coming on and for sharing everything that you have so openly and being so vulnerable um i know that people listening to this will have got so much value from hearing your story and we'll all be feeling very inspired and very motivated um so yeah (laughs) thank thank you you very much thank you for having me you've been listening to free to flourish radio with me Gemma sands you can find further episodes and all of the show notes over at gemmasands.co.uk And you can hang out with me on Facebook by searching for Gemma Sands Tribe.